0: conference, I tried to watch it, I had no fucking idea what they were saying, luckily uh, DW News helped with that DN News, what am I saying, DW News? DN News, thank God for them, because I would have no idea what they were saying. I think maybe I I understood, which means, of course, but that was it. Honestly, it just sounded like, and I said this to Tanya when we spoke with her on last week, that it honestly just sounds like they are drunk, the Dutch, when they speak. That's honestly what it sounds like when Dutch people speak and I'm I'm sorry if I offend you but that's what it sounds like when you talk. I think I know why um they sound like that. I heard a I heard a rumor that um you know during d- during the end of the of the second world war I I heard a rumor that uh when the Americans were here all the soldiers were were getting drunk on on whiskey, as always, because you know it's Americans, they love their whiskey. And there's a story that goes around that there were some American soldiers and one of them was one of them said, And that's why the Dutch speak like they speak like this, because they heard this American that obviously thought, well, Clearly, this is how you speak English, and this is how we should depict our language. So that's why the Dutch sound like this when they speak. I'm not saying it in a I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just... that's what it sounds to me. That's what it sounds like when I listen to Dutch. It just sounds like you've had too much wine or too much brand of vein and it just <coughs> So thank uh, thank goodness for uh, Dutch news DN news because if it wasn't for them I don't know what would ha- what would happen Uh lots of things um we should digress about this press conference nothing new obviously nothing to panic about I don't think so Obviously uh, cinemas theaters uh what else is going to be closed um cinemas theatres, and I saw something earlier on about, uh, about this, but nothing to be, uh, to be too alarmed about, um, apparently someone said, uh, why not close all the supermarkets as well? Uh, yeah, great idea, but then uh, how do we do our shopping? Because not all of us can afford to do uh, online shopping. So great idea. Um a lot of people are uh very uh annoyed that they can't go traveling for the Christmas. I mean, like really, like Christmas is really that important that you have to go and travel. Okay, oh, that's disappointing. Damn it, that's my Christmas over. Uh, I've just got an update on the um on the uh, uh list of things that are banned for the moment. One of those things is sex. Is the sex clubs. That's definitely my Christmas ruined now. What am I going to do now? Uh, cinemas, theaters, the zoo is open. Uh, swimming pools, are, uh, these are all closed, by the way, not opened. Uh, so cinemas, theaters, zoos, swimming pools. So you can't defecate there anymore. Nor can you pee in the swimming pool. You've got to wait to probably until next year before you can do that again. Uh, and casinos are closed. Uh, gyms are going to remain open, which I think is a, I think it's a terrific idea because it is going to help with uh, the mental side of getting through, the mentalness of getting through something like this. I think that's something really good. And I think out of all of these places, probably the gym is probably the most hygienic place because when I was going to the gym earlier this year, uh, all the all the staff would clean would go around and clean would go around and clean the gym every fifteen minutes. So I think that's perfect. I think keeping gyms open is really good because, uh, yeah, people need to get people need the right mental the right mental brain and mental strength to get through this, and exercise is good. So yeah you can't go to a you can't go to any swingers clubs or anything like that. You can't travel as far as I know. and from the first of December, correct me if I'm wrong, face masks are going to be mandatory. okay, but where? because most most retail stores uh, impose the law and public transport imposes the law on on face masks. So where are these places where you have to wear them? Very interesting. Um, Lots to get through tonight. uh, I've decided, you know what? I'm just going to... uh, After my experience on Saturday, I'm just going to avoid people, especially the female specimen. I've got a lot more on my plate than than to get involved with with silly games. So I'm just going to avoid this kind of stuff, because really, nobody has time for stuff like that. Uh, I, I I don't know if anyone, if any of the team has watched uh, the new Borat movie, but I watched it on Amazon Prime, when was it, on Friday? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I won't go into too much detail, but uh, you need to watch it, because it's, it's really, really funny. Um, there's actually a... <laughs> There's a scene that I want to play you guys. It's, it's hilarious. Wait, let me get it onto the, um, get onto the sound desk. It's a, it's a terrific scene. So wait, let me see if I can, uh, get it onto the, onto the system. Hang on. Okay. We're ready. Have a listen to this.
1: This important. Yes. Yes. Something really strange, something wonderful just happened to me and I go to the toilet and I put my index finger and my, my middle finger on my cunt and I found out that I wasn't stuck in and I wasn't eaten. Woman's, this place is amazing. No teeth at all.
0: It has no word? No Oops. teeth. Ah. No
1: teeth. It's so nice, so warm. I will show you. You move this way, circle for time, hmm. then you move up and down, and if it's not working, you can use this part of your hand, and then the you palm. will feel the something palm of your hand. like an explosion, mm-hmm. and then you will finish.
0: Oh my God. Come
1: on, take your panties off everyone, please. Do you touch your vagin? Um. It's something we uh. don't talk about in pu- public. Because of the Nadia Kotov story. No, 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 no. If that is a lie, what other lies might Dottie tell me?
0: So basically the, uh... Basically the, the, the reason why she's telling this story is apparently because men lie about uh, this kind of stuff to females. Apparently apparently the female vagina has teeth. And that's, uh... If you do anything like this, the teeth in the vagina will obviously eat your hand because you're not supposed to do this. It's forbidden. So this is what Borat tells his daughter. And, uh, obviously she finds out that, uh, it's not true. And now she's encouraging this amongst other women. Hmm. Uh, well, what do you guys think about this, uh? I don't know. I, I think it's funny, but uh, I don't know. I, I think Thomas has a, an opinion on this. What do you think, Thomas?
2: Well, I'm quite shocked to find out my vagina has not got teeth.
0: I know, right? Who would have thought? I mean, jeez. I'm
2: gonna need a few minutes.
0: I know. Well, stuff. The stuff that maybe,
2: maybe a bit more.
0: Hmm. What do you think about the new, uh, the new measures that they're going to introduce? Do you like it?
2: Yes, I do. Um, it's necessary. Uh, I know it's, it's going to irk you and you, you don't like wearing a mask. Um, neither do I. Uh, interesting experience today. My daughter actually wanted to wear a mask. She's three years old. Um, luckily, I had I had uh, a cool kiddie's mask that I could provide for her. She thinks that she's a ninja Lito,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which is a cartoon character on um, the PJ Masks, if you follow follow that sort of stuff yeah um, and she was quite happy to wear it so yes, it's strict but um, I don't think they, they're doing it you know lightheartedly. Nope. it's it's they have to stop this thing now um, yeah, and they have to do what they have to do mm.
0: I was as I said I was I was trying my hardest to to watch this drunken press conference and there were questions that... um Mark Rotter and De Young were very hesitant at answering because obviously people, the, the press wants to know and people want to know, you know, what exactly is going on. But um, I'm glad that we're not going into full closure. I heard I heard a rumor that they, they, they are thinking of maybe later on introducing a French-style uh, tracking system where every time you leave your house, you need to have a piece of paper that lets you that gives you permission. But I don't think' we'll, I don't think we'll go that far but I did hear a rumor about that I
2: think the Dutch have been doing really well uh, this time around um, if when I got out 90 percent of the people uh, I'd say today actually 98 percent of the people that I saw were wearing masks and they were keeping their distance mm. so if they you know have the discipline I'm sure this sure the numbers will drop and it'll get better i do recall the first time around people not really paying attention i mean when, when they told italy to stay indoors i think they all went to the nearest cafe and had a had a party uh, it was quite funny to see people but it's also culture i mean the, the french and the italians uh you know they they're passionate people they like to embrace and kiss mm. Um,
0: I heard a story, I don't know, quote me if I'm wrong, but I heard a story on, earlier on in the year that um, apparently Italy knew about this in January, about this corona. And uh, appar- apparently uh, Italy's response was they didn't want to call out China because of human rights. So instead what they did was they had a national kiss a Chinese person day. And everybody in Milan started kissing Chinese people.
2: That would not surprise me.
0: Hmm. What I also find that hilarious.
2: Me is that someone has a, a fetish for for Asian people in the Italian government?
0: Well, exactly. No, we will not. not late, f- sir. Yeah, we will not call the Chinese out. Instead, what we will do is <laughs> have a national "Let's kiss a Chinese day on the cheek," and that's what they did in January. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember seeing something like this, and obviously Milan was one of the the hotspots for the. Well, for we should
2: done that. here.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, uh, are you looking forward to tomorrow for your new show?
2: I'm very excited. I'm, I'm really,
0: really excited. I think it's Good. going to be fun. Um,
2: just to, to let the people know what I'm going to be talking about is I'm going to be talking about the Nikon Z7 mm-hmm. and Nikon. I'm going to be talking about the perfect family camera to invest in. Okay, I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation. Mm. And then I'm going to be explaining pixels. Um, what are pixels? Why are they important? Um what you need to look out for
0: okay well i was actually going to ask you what are pixels but i'll wait until i hear your show tomorrow on the podcast and then you can correct you can explain to me what exactly pixels are i think your show is going to do wonders because i'm going to learn a lot i've just done an i've just done an update on my iphone i don't know what i've just i don't know what i've updated but i've updated something so i think this is the show for all of us because i can probably learn what exactly i'm i'm Updating on my phone or my laptop.
2: Yes, this is this is going to be that show.
0: Mm. Oh, good, very good, good stuff. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Natasha, what do you think about this new lockdown, this so-called Dutch lockdown? Do you agree with what they're what saying? Th- are you are you ha- are you happy? I mean,
4: what lockdown? Well, I'm the, not happy. You're not happy. Um, I think it's half. I I think it's half baked, and I do understand that it's a fine balance between. Um, balancing human life versus economic interests. Mm. You know, so many businesses are going under. But at the same time, it still feels uh, half-baked. You know, the fact that they say people are encouraged to stay home. People are not bloody staying home. (laughs) I told you guys this last week. I was on the train on Friday because I was writing my last integration exam. Mm -hmm. And the train station was full and the buses were full. And the the trains were full. And I'm thinking, where are all of you going? So this thing about please, people, you know, advice, no, we cannot enforce anything. People have forgotten their responsibilities. And people are not keeping their distance. And people are only wearing the mouth masks on... On, 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 the, on the trains. Now, my mental health is taking a toll because I'm thinking, are we just playing with fire for another two weeks and then the snap will come? Yeah. So to be very honest, I'm not very happy. I think it's half-baked. I understand the fine balance that they, they're trying to encourage. But now every time I go out of the house, I'm thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. But at the same time, I also work for a business. Mm. So I just think more stricter rules are needed, even if it's on the short term. And sometimes you need a bit of a stick approach. But yeah, who knows? In two weeks, we'll also know what kind of Christmas we'll be having and what kind of New Year's we'll be having. I'm seriously hoping that they ban fireworks. But I mean, I think that's wishful thinking given what's going on right now. So am I a happy camper? Not really.
0: I uh, I must be honest with you. When they introduced the um, the partial um, closure, when was it? Th- three weeks ago? When, it was when we launched on the 13th. When uh, pubs and bars and restaurants had to close by eight o'clock, I must be honest yes, with two you. Two weeks. Yeah, I must be honest with you. It, I, I, it definitely worked because when I when I finish from my from the show and I go home, it's so quiet. Usually that 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 street I I ride along is usually you know very bustling with young people. It's so quiet. So clearly, you know it.
4: But it's not. But it's not translating in the numbers way. So, yes, the streets are quiet. The fact is we have 2,600 people in hospital at the moment, 600 of which are lying in We see the death toll creeping up. And, yes, the positive number per day is now sitting under 8,000, which is fantastic. But as both Minister de Jong and Premier Ritter said today, it's good news, but it's not good enough. The fact is the hospitals are taking strain. They are now cancelling people's cancer treatments. Mm. Um, you know, if you have a tr- child who's sick, God forbid you're anywhere near a hospital that has closed its doors. There are a number of hospitals in Rotterdam, which is one of the regions that's really struggling. Some of the hospitals have closed their doors to new admissions. So what do you do if there's a crisis? Then you hopefully get into an ambulance and get punted off to another uh, to another hospital, this, this is not good news. And it was also very clear this evening that certain regions are really struggling, so they're talking about introducing a curfew, mm. like the French. They're talking about, um, you know, schools might close in the future. So we're not out of the woods yet. And that's why I'm saying, you know, maybe a stick approach would have worked, but you know what, I'm not a politician. I'm very glad I'm not one. I'm glad I don't have to take these decisions, but... You know, I have this very uneasy feeling in my belly that it's going to get worse before it gets better.
0: Mm, and obviously, that's not what we want. But we will see. We will definitely see. I mean, I, as you as you said, now I, I I read that uh, Rotterdam or the south of Holland has pretty bad numbers. So, yeah, we will see what uh, what happens. Uh, by the way, I I put a I put a poll up on on uh, Twitter. Did you guys see it? Did you vote in my poll?
4: <laughs> I, uh, I don't get involved in, uh, in politics.
0: Oh, but you did see it, though.
4: I did see it, indeed.
0: Okay, good. Uh, for everyone who wants to know what poll I'm talking about, go onto my uh, Twitter account, Wade underscore Hutchinson, and uh, you will go and find. i asked a simple question. I asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate that Ramaphosa wannabe Boris Johnson? Which basically he is. Uh, he's doing a great job, useless, or Ramaphosa's doing better. So far, uh, 10 people have voted. Uh, it's exceeded my expectations. I was maybe expecting three people to vote. Do uh, <laughs> you want to know? depends th- on what you, what you consider being good at is for Ramaphosa. Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, they both not look good at many things, but from the latest I've seen now, it's just going it the, 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 the numbers in the UK are just tumbling out of control with the coronavirus. And he's more interested, Boris Johnson's more interested in getting a trade deal with America done before he focuses on coronavirus. And You can argue all day that you with me that, or as much as you want, but that's the case. He's so far up Trump's arse, he can actually taste that uh, that hydrochloric chlor- chlor- thing that Trump told everyone to take. That's how far up Trump's arse he is. He needs
2: the tanks and the fighter jets to keep the communists out of his country.
0: What communists?
2: The ones that are coming.
0: Wait. Mm, okay. Well, I'll <laughs> give you, I'll give you a quick update on the poll. Seventy uh, percent say Ramaphosa is doing better. Uh, 10% say he's useless. And 20%, I think, I think Boris Johnson's actually voted on this. So he counts as one of that 20%. And then the other one is probably Dominic Cummings. Now, Dominic Cummings is the mastermind of Brexit. He was the guy who basically held the, the, the gun to David Cameron's head and said, you give us the referendum or else. And David That's Cameron buckled. Star name. Dominic Cummings well, it's not the first time that he came and it's and it was embarrassing. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure those two voted on this. So we will see. Uh, it's still got 17 hours left. So hopefully when people do listen to this podcast, ideally very soon, go into Wade underscore Hutchinson and that's where you can find it on my Twitter page. I've even pinned the tweet. So you guys can go vote for it. I'll be very thrilled if I can get to 20, at least 20 votes. At first, I thought it was just shits and giggles, but now I thought, mm, let me just actually see what the public think of of this guy. Obviously, I, people who know me and people who listen to the show, know that I have a very uh, bad taste towards not just Boris Johnson but the UK. But that's a story for another day. So, it'll be very interesting to to hear and to see um, what the outcome of this poll will be. Uh, for some reason, I don't understand why. I've, I've, I don't even know how these people keep emailing me. I don't know how they got my email address. But uh, this, this very, 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 very left-wing political party in the UK keeps emailing me. I don't know how they got my email address. And I've told them very politely. I've even subscribed, uh, unsubscribed to this email address, but they keep e- emailing me. And eventually I just told them, look, you know, I sent them a tweet on Twitter and I said, look, please stop sending me your pathetic emails on just how shit the UK is. I live there. I don't need some wannabe political party sending me emails telling me how shit the UK is. I have first-hand experience of that. Now, I'm not an undercover Lib Dem, Natasha. I couldn't think of anything more worse. Actually, no, I can, the, the Conservative Party. But I don't know how they got my email and this is what irritates me. I've never, ever signed up to them. I've never, ever shown any allegiance or any interest to the Liberal Democratic Party. So I don't know how they got my email address. I'm I'm only hoping someone did this as a joke. They signed me up. Because that will be the only way they've got my email address. Otherwise, yeah. Not good. I hate when people, especially when you unsubscribe from, from something and they keep emailing you. Like... It, what part of I don't? I'm I'm not interested. Are you not in, Are you are you not getting? I'm not interested, or what? Very interest. It's very irritating. That it drives me mad.
2: Did they send this to your info at Wade Gmail account?
0: No, they sent. They keep sending it to my personal email accounts, which wow. is even more annoying because I'm very. Uh, Discreet about my personal my 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 personal email address. You know, Wade at Lab dot online is obviously a business email address, and I am also very limited to you know giving my email address out to organizations like this. But yeah,
2: we're talking about Wade sixty nine,
0: that one, yes. Wade sixty nine triple X at Gmail dot com, yes, that one. So. I uh, also, I also put a, I've, I've been very busy today keeping myself amused. I also put a, 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 a post on Facebook on this group that I'm part of. Just, it was just a joke. And I wanted to see what people's reactions were. And all I said was, uh, look, I am willing to trade my UK passport for an SA passport. I was getting offers left, right and center for people signing up. And I said, you know, I, I'm not even I'm not even starting a bid. There is no bidding process. I just want a solid, uh, a solid uh, offer. The amount of offers I was getting, oh my god! And then these stupid um, uh, group monitors, these these high school prefix, took my fucking post down. I mean, honestly, they're such a bunch of wets. Honestly, it's ridiculous. You can't. People can't joke about stuff like this. Obviously, it's illegal if I did something like this. But I just I wanted to know what would happen. You know, how many people would be interested? And one person actually did, uh, did manage to, to comment before it got taken off and said, look, and it was a female, and she said, how would I change my name that would match you? Like, what's, what's the female version of my name? And the only thing I could think of was Jade. That would be a closest to my name. I mean, you can't really you can't really make my name long. I don't understand this because that's the whole point of a nickname. And people like people give me a nickname, but they they put a Y at the end of my name, so that actually makes my name longer by one letter. So they put they make it they say wady That's not a nickname, and you're just making my name longer by one by one character. So I don't know. I don't know what my, what a female version of my name is. Maybe Jade. I don't know. No idea. What what would a female version of my name be, Thomas? Any idea? Because I have no idea what my what my name would be.
2: Let's say Wad.
0: Wad. Maybe you know what I'll I will Wad. ask I will ask Starbucks because they seem to manage to mess my name up. It's it's. Have you ever seen my my posts on a. Wendy, that's a good one. That's a good one, Natasha. You should see my, uh, you should see my my posts on with Starbucks. I, I actually made a, a documentary series about it because in Starbucks, you know, they when you order whatever you order, they ask you, "What is your name?" me you say, "Thomas." Okay, how do you spell that? So you spell your name to them, and they.
2: I actually say Mr. Bond or Tom Ford or something silly.
0: You know what I did once? No joke. I, I seriously did this because I wanted to know what would happen. And the, this just shows you how how much they don't actually pay attention to what you say. <laughs> but uh, she asked, "What's the name?" So I said, "Oh, it's ISIS." And they called my drink out a cappuccino for ISIS
2: well they definitely need a cappuccino with the way they're going on at the moment
0: have you seen what happened in austria hmm uh, it's terrible mm. very bad has
2: it been confirmed as a terrorist attack or uh, it, uh from what
0: i from what i've serious. been reading in the, in the in the media apparently sebastian kurtz who's the prime minister or the chancellor of austria he's his uh, cabinet have have identified it as a terrorist attack but um I don't know if there there are other people involved because police were saying there were other people still on the run, which is very scary. And uh, that's the whole reason uh, the the police in Vienna were telling people don't post stuff online was because if you post stuff online, you're giving away the police's um, hard way. You're giving away their position. So that's why they were telling people don't post videos online if you have videos, post them to us. Like send us a direct message, and then we can identify the video. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting what's happening at the moment. Uh, I see the UK's also updated their their security threat from uh, just have a cup of tea to severe. So I don't know who's planning on um, invading the UK anytime soon because we've we've all seen. How the UK panics when they see these migrants on dinghy boats. The whole of the Royal Navy just gets sent out to Kent, and uh, yeah, destroys that boat. So, it'd be very interesting to see um, how you know what's happens next. Who's going to be next? I dread to say. I dread to say any country. But who's going to be next? Hmm? Not good, especially in a place like Austria where. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I th- I th- Austrians come across as very chilled people. So, yeah, why target a place where you where they very chilled?
2: Yeah, they're extremely relaxed. Mm. Nothing really happens in Austria.
0: No. So that
2: especially Vienna. I mean, it's a, it's a cultural strong point. It could also just be maybe it's a uh, you know. A different different party that's responsible for the attacks trying to you know evoke some kind of public resentment. Um, but yeah, Australia's laid back, man.
0: Hmm. So that you see, that's why I don't understand. Why I target a laid back country? But anyway, I'm I, I'm not a I'm not a sympathizer to this to any of these people, or I'm not religious or anything like that. So I don't know, but it's just very strange. Um, Natasha, what were you what are you saying? Um, There's a there's something at there's something happened at Utrecht station. What's going on at Utrecht? Is there a terrorist attack?
4: No. Well, less than an hour ago, they evacuated the entire train station and stopped all trains coming and going. Two people have been arrested. The police aren't giving much more information uh, besides saying that two verdachten, so two suspects, have been arrested. Um, They tweet saying something was shouted. There are tweets suggesting that it could have been a bomb scare. All we know for now Hello. is that the station was, com- uh. Wait. <laughs> that the station was completely um, evacuated, but it seems that uh, it's everything is up and running again, and the hmm. police have confirmed that two suspects have been arrested. So, you know, we're, we're saying that who's next, where's next. I think, as you rightly said, it could be anywhere. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just ironic that less than an hour ago, there was a potential issue at a train station not far from Amsterdam. What the
0: fuck? Yeah, very scary that. Hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's play a song. Let's get ourselves uh, all ready. We got some news to get through on the show. We're gonna digress exactly everything that's that was uh, that was spoken about in the press conference. So. Uh, Let's play, a, let's play a song. I sh- you see, I'm starting to talk like a Dutch person. I'm starting to speak like I'm drunk. It's all because of the Americans when they came here. They were all drunk on the whiskey.
2: Wait, just to get back to your, your earlier talk about the Dutch accent. Mm. You have to admit, Dutch music does flow off the tongue much better than Afrikaans music.
0: Really? So you, don't think, so you don't think Los Lapis sounds good?
2: Well, that's, that's my fuck go-to tune, so I wouldn't you know, necessarily say that.
0: Hmm. I've never heard... Of, actually, no, I have. I have heard a Dutch song. Was that, who's that girl, that Dutch girl that I want for Christmas, Natasha, that you said you're going to get me for my Christmas presents? That one she was singing a Christmas song. You said...
4: <laughs> the one I'm not inviting because we will get a sexual harassment case against us.
0: Well, I don't know about that.
2: There's like seven seven girls to every one dude in the Netherlands. All you need to do is stand in one place for long enough. The hmm. girl will come to you, Wait,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just going to not focus on love anymore and just focus on just more important things because there are a lot more important things I I need to put my attention towards because yeah, I don't have time for games anymore. You
2: need oh, to go buy a, Brian Ferry album, a brown fairy album. A brown
0: fairy album. Brian Ferry. Oh oh so I said Brown Ferry. What the fuck is that? Right, okay. That sounds like something like, like you that they would give you after you've like paid the stripper, the red light district. Some brown Ferry album. Okay. Let's uh take a deep breath. <gasps> it is Tuesday and I will digress everything that happened in the press conference. Not as bad as we all thought, so, that's good. The Dutch are just doing their own thing, as per usual. I think the best thing about this song that I'm very happy about is that I was the first one to play this. I gave it to uh, to the people at the music department at the radio station I was um, working for. And they said, no, this song is rubbish. And I said, mm, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a hit. And I played this on my show and I was the first one to play it. And it became a hit. So I'm quite happy about that. Unlike music people radio stations, I know what music is.
3: Mm,
0: it's good to be the king. But I'm not bragging. Uh, this one is Shawn Mendes and Camilla Cabello, who is extremely sexy. I like Camila Cabello. She's extremely uh, she's extremely sexy. She's single. I need to find out if she's single. I don't think so. Someone as attractive as that is. I think she's dating Shawn Mendes. I think Natasha, find out if she's dating Shawn Mendes. And if she's not, I need to somehow get hold of her. She's a very attractive girl. Oh, for fuck's sakes.
3: <sighs>
0: okay, Usa, wait, Usa. Calm down. Uh, all right, let's get into some news. Apart from that, uh, Sh- uh, Camila Cabela is now dating Shawn Mendes. Listen to this. It's very scary, this. A, uh, a Wisconsin man has been charged with uh, belodging his grandfather to death, uh, allegedly in anger over a crime that occurred before he was even born. Uh, the grandfather was found dead inside his home, with with the hammer still embedded in his ha- in, he, um, in his face, according to local Wisconsin news. Charles Lutz uh, was a registered sex offender back in nineteen ninety one, and uh, his grandson Brian Lutz II originally told a relative he was thinking about taking his grandfather out, as retribution for his past crimes. Uh, Prosecutors say they found a backpack uh, at the suspect's home uh, that was stained with the victim's blood. Uh, District Attorney Andrew Burgundy said uh, it is a particularly chilling and heinous homicide crime at a hearing last week. Mm. If they're not shooting each other, they are stabbing each other in in America. Uh, as mentioned before, uh, Austrian police are in a manhunt after, a, after a, a, some gunmen. We still don't know if it's just one person or if it's many, but uh, police in Austria are searching for at least one other suspect after a, a multiple gun attack in the capital Vienna, uh, left three people dead. Uh, gunmen opened fire at six different locations in the city center last night, leaving around a dozen injured. Uh, one of the suspects was shot dead uh, by police, and uh, Interior Minister Cole Nihama uh, described the uh, uh, described the assailant as an ISIS sympathizer. Hmm. Uh, and uh, over hundred million Americans have now voted early in the U.S. presidential election. Uh, This is very interesting. Uh, CNBC, uh, they interviewed the author Black Swan, uh, Nassim Talib, and he told uh, CNBC, no matter who wins the election, the coronavirus has permanently changed the economy and how stocks respond. COVID has permanently changed how we work. Uh, He also cautioned investors against trying to predict who will win the presidency and how the stock market will react. To the election. So uh, lots, uh, lots to digress. A very important, well, I say important night, but it's not actually not going to be happening at the moment. Uh, when is the first? Um, when is the first uh, result of the e- election? It's usually around two a.m. in the morning, isn't it? It's usually when we are still sleeping. I think so. I think it's around that time. Yeah,
4: it's going to be in. Yeah, it's going to be in the early early hours. But I think with with the with the big turnout for the early voting, uh, it will depend on on the margin. So I mean, if there's a small margin, they're going to go to the to to the uh, to the votes coming in via mail. It's going to look, look. I just think it's going to be interesting. But I don't think we're going to wake up tomorrow morning with a, a new U.S. president. I do think it's going to take a day or two, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Hmm. Oh, exactly. But however, however we wake up, it, we are going to be in for a surprise. So even if the results aren't truly accurate and there probably has to be a recount, we probably will be surprised no matter if it's Biden or Trump. So very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, times that we are experiencing at the moment. Uh, Trump does. But I
4: do see a message that, uh, sorry, that Mario shared. Mm. Um, he actually says there's an AI system that was created by Advanced Symbolics, and they actually correctly forecasted both the 2016 and um, US in 2019 Canadian elections, and they've predicted that Biden will win easily.
2: Fake and news. They say
4: that Trump might only get about an 8% chance of pulling off an upset, so... Uh, does AI know more than we do?
0: Well, the, again, going back to CNBC, they were interviewing one of their political co- correspondents um, in America, and they said all Biden needs, he just needs to win one of the of the three swing states, just one, and then he's...
4: Like Florida.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we shall see. Uh, I see Trump did, uh, did actually uh, say something. It wasn't much to... Take in, which most of the time we don't, but he did tell, he did tell a, a rally before he went and cast his vote that uh, next year will be the greatest economic year in our hist- in the history of our country. Hmm. Uh, Biden promised the beginning of a new of a new day as he uh, closed his campaign in Pennsylvania. So we will see what happens. Either way. However we, we wake up in the morning in regards to results, it's to be it's either going to be "Thank God" or "Oh no." Hopefully it's the first, not the latter. Nothing against obviously, we had a very interesting uh, guest last night, Chris White, and nothing against his views or what he stands for, but I just think we all need someone with a bit of common sense. We will see. We will see what happens. Um, I see. Also, similarly, uh, the Italian-based AI company um, also also sees uh, Biden in the lead, but only by a few percentage by a few percentage points, a much uh, smaller margin than the seven-point lead Biden has in ad- in average of national polls. So either way, how you look at this, it looks like Biden is going to win, but don't count your ducks just yet. Because remember what happened four years ago. Everyone said, oh, Hillary's got this. And look what happened. So we will just have to wait and see. When we wake up in the morning, it will either be a big relief or it will just be, okay, let me just go grab some more alcohol from the fridge or from the cellar, depending on where you keep your your alcohol. But uh, yes, very interesting. Uh, Thoughts, guys? Who do you think? Is going to win? Is it going to is it going to matter if either win? I think it's going to make a. I think it's going to be a bit of a change, if for example, if Biden wins. I think um, he's already said that he's going to put more focus into Europe and make sure that Europe is you know more has a much better uh, transatlantic relationship than the current one. And also, this incredible, especially for me, for my side of things. He's definitely going to make sure that the UK gets a good deal with with the European Union, because he's uh, he's uh, he's got uh, very strong, deep Irish roots, and he's very upset with how that uh, so that's uh Cyril Ramaphosa wannabe guy is just uh, uh, how he's dealing with things and how he's handling things and in Northern Ireland with the whole peace deal and the whole peace treaty. So. For my sake, I I'm hoping Biden becomes president because then it just means we'll stand a chance of getting a better deal. But if the latter wins, again, I don't live in America, so I don't have to I don't have to uh, worry as much as people in America would have to if they are living in America. But uh, what are your thoughts, guys? Who do you think is going to win? and is there going to be any significant change
2: well I can't predict who's going to win because uh, yeah you just don't know what to believe Um, will there be change I don't know Um, fundamentally all politicians in my view are liars and murderers they lie to get what they want and their decisions have impacts that actually can cause the death of people whether it's in a war or um, a medical or, uh, you know, even even the legislation around homeless people, it, it's, if you want to be in that game, that you have to be a certain kind of person. Is it going to change anything? Um, has America changed with what they've been doing mm. for the past 20 years? No, nothing's changed. Um, Obama was there. What happened? More bobbings. More drone strikes uh, and missile strikes than throughout the history of, I think both Gulf insurgents. Um, you know, it's it's, it's lip service. Mm. What they do and what they say is two different things. Who plans the trajectory of the country? I don't think it's one dude that's going to do it in five years. It's it's a plan that that that's set in motion a long long time ago. Um, yeah, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm not, not a cynical old bastard.
0: We will see. I mean, obviously, from, as I say, for my case, I'm hoping for a Biden win just because he's very pro Europe. But we will see. By the way, uh, what has happened in um, what happened in uh, in Ethiopia over the weekend? Apparently, Amnesty um, International says at least fifty four people have been killed in a rebel attack in Ethiopia over the weekend. That's uh, that's not good. Anybody know what it's happened there? Saturday. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it happened on Saturday. Apparently, um, members of the Liberation Army uh, were involved. Um, were attacked. Yeah, yeah. People were attacked by the Liberation, by members of the Liberation Army, a breakaway rebel group. Hmm. It's terrible. That's that's nothing. That's something we all don't want. I mean, Africa is a very fragile place, and that's, This is the last thing that you need is something like this to happen. I mean, if it's not SARS. Well, there was an attack
4: in Kabul as well
0: on Saturday mm. at the university in Kabul. Yes, so I saw that.
4: Um, people died, so this this has not been a good week globally.
0: Mm. And uh, speaking of uh, speaking of of this Kabul, I was I was when I got home and I I saw the news of this um of this attack that was happening on on uh, in in Vienna I was on Twitter because I follow a lot of creditable news journalists, and of course you know. Unfortunately, when they post a story, of course, they, they leave their stories open for comments. And unfortunately, there are a lot of these idiots that's, uh, that's uh, I wouldn't say let, it's, their, it's their emotions talking. I think they're just idiots because they're saying, you see, this is what happens when you let migrants in into your country. This is what happens. We told you. It's like, how do you know this? How do you know that was the case? All Europe was doing was just being kind and saying, look, your country's falling apart. It's in a war zone. Come here and we will, we will take you in. They didn't know that this was going to be the case, but unfortunately a lot of these people all live on Twitter and they all live under this little egg. Some of these pictures, some of these profiles had that egg as their, as their profile picture. So obviously you can't see what they, who they are. It's just, yeah, not good. i I'd, I don't like it. and I think um, you should be allowed to uh, and you can you can do this on Twitter but I think journalists should uh, should only make commenting available to people either who they follow and vice versa or just not make it available at all because you're going to get people like this who yeah and you get a lot of people who are saying oh this is you know this is what happens in a apparently it's the same people that that bombed Kabul. It's the same. It's the same people that that uh, running a mockery in in Vienna tonight. Uh, come on, get your facts straight before you do anything like that. Make sure it's legitimate what you're saying. I hate it when people do that.
4: The problem is if you cut off comments on social media, what's the first thing people do? They scream censorship. Oh, the media doesn't let us. The fact is everybody has an opinion. Sure. And that is the fundamental problem with social media is there is no, we have lost, our, at least in my opinion, our inner filter. As human beings, we all have opinions about things, but your common sense and your social filter tells you, I cannot spew what I think into public. Mm. But because we have leaders like President Trump and Boris Johnson who absolutely spew every single piece of dribble in their minds on social media. Yeah. The average man thinks, well, if the most powerful president in the world can do this, so can I. And speaking of these egg profiles, they are all troll profiles. We have heard the saying of whether it's Russian bots or from Eastern Europe or wherever, there are thousands, if not millions, of trolling Mm. accounts, and they steer the bias bubbles on social media. But the extreme of this is cutting that off. But then the normal average Joe, who would like to share his opinion, says, well, you know what, it's censorship. So this is an this is an unwinnable war, but the fact is, stay off social media because there are very specific pockets of people who comment on social media, mm. and if you become part of that rhetoric, you're feeding the trolls and you're feeding the bubble. So my advice would be, Wade, stay off Twitter.
0: Well, actually, funny enough, I I have recently I have been staying off Twitter. It's just obviously you know sometimes when there is like breaking news, then. I, I need, to fi- I need to go deep and to, fi- and to find out exactly what is happening. So that's the only reason I still have the application on my phone. But very interestingly, I don't know when it was. It was maybe two months ago. I, I can't remember. Um, I, someone, I follow uh, Michelle Barnier right now. If anyone doesn't know who Michel Barnier is, he's the chief uh, negotiator for the EU for Brexit. And he tweeted something. And anyway, I looked at the comments and I was going through all the comments and of course you get a lot of these these pro right-wing Brexit supporters and he he said something that made absolutely no sense to what Michelle Barnier said. And I said, well, what's very interesting is that you voted you voted to leave, you don't like Europe. You don't want Michelle Barnier to get involved with your negotiations. So then why do you follow him? So his reply back was, and he thought he was being smart with me, oh, because he's the EU's chief negotiator. Okay, fine, but that doesn't answer my question. My question is, you, you don't like Europe, you, you're anti-Europe, you don't want the EU to get involved at all, why, why are you so interested in what he's saying, and what Michel Barnier is saying? And then he thought he was being clever with me again and said, oh, well, then you shouldn't be following Boris Johnson. I said, I don't. I don't follow anyone from the Conservative Party. I couldn't think of anything more worse than to follow the Conservative Party, especially Boris Johnson. Anyway, he, he said some stuff, but I muted him. It's just People like that, I just don't understand. You have such a hatred towards the Europe, but yet you follow people like Michel Barnier, who are pro-European. It just makes no sense at all. But again Don't
4: feed the trolls, Wade. Don't feed the
0: trolls. Well, I, I did a little bit, but I muted the person. I was like, oh you know what? I don't have time for this because honestly, you you're very welcoming you, anyone who, who who is listening to this podcast, you can go into my Twitter account. Go see how many people I follow. My Twitter account's open. I think I follow what? Twenty five people off the top of my head. So and those people I follow are you, I follow you, I follow Amsterdam Lab, and I follow some other people who I find interesting. I don't follow people because, you know, that person is the prime minister of the country. I don't even follow Mark Rotter.
2: Wait, you're saying you're not following me?
0: Because I don't know, you have do you have Twitter?
2: No, I'm on Instagram. None of the kids are using Twitter these days, wait.
0: We see, that's the thing. What is your name on tw- Instagram? Let me see you.
2: Thomas Walden.
0: Thomas Weldon. Oh, that's very authentic.
2: Let me see. <laughs> .nl.
0: That is extremely authentic. Okay, hang on. Okay, you're an Amsterdam-based commercial photographer. Shh, don't tell anyone. Mm. Okay, if you want a patron, sh- if you want patron shoots, you, they can DM you. Wait, hang on. Let me follow you. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. It's nice that you're offering your services to everyone, Thomas.
2: I'm not. Leave me alone.
0: Not the first thing, that's not the other service, it's not the only service that you're offering people. But, um, Definitely not.
2: let me that's see, just the, that's just the front door, that's the face of the business. What happens in the factory is something completely different.
0: Okay, right, I've just started following you.
2: Great, I now have what 30 followers.
0: Mm, you're, you're very close to the 700 mark, so well done to that. What mm. that's crazy. You've got some pretty interesting stuff, by the way. If you're listening to this, go follow. Uh, Thomas Weldon, our, our camera guy, and he's got a new show coming on tomorrow. Um, go follow him on uh, Instagram, Thomas Weldon. And
2: post uh, some dirty pictures are weighed up there soon. So,
0: please do. I do maybe may, maybe maybe it'll boost my my following. At this point, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to recommend anything, but again, I don't have Instagram for to impress the masses. I have Instagram purely because if i find something interesting i post it if i find something hilarious i post it if i find something offensive i post it i don't have it because i want to impress anyone in fact if you look at my pictures you will see it it's got nothing that makes nothing it has nothing to do with impressing anyone but that's not who i am i'm not here to impress people um very quickly i just want to get through the latest uh the last bit of daily news Uh, Before we wrap things up here, I see uh, domestic violence charities have welcomed uh, Johnny Depp's uh, judgment. Apparently, uh, charities have said Johnny Depp's uh, defeat in the uh, liable courts should encourage other victims to come forward and seek justice. uh, justice. Uh, The high court's ruling uh, that the son was justified in describing the actor as a wife beater. I didn't know he was capable of doing something something like that. Uh, he's always been welcomed by lawyers and campaign groups. Uh, the Guardian says that the damage to Depp's reputation following the trial will be extensive. I don't know. Do you think he's a wife beater? He doesn't come across as one, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just too much of that Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. It's getting to his head. He thinks what he, what he can do on the movie scene he can do to his wife, maybe. I don't know. He doesn't come across as a wife beater. But what, what does
4: a wife beater look like, Wade?
0: Well, what exactly? What does a rapist look like?
4: That's the point. I, p- I mean, the fact is, if, if a very
0: old, a very old porn star—that's what a <laughs> rapist looks like.
4: Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Oh no. You're
2: talking but, about the therapist or the rapist?
0: Boys, Both. Boys, boys. Um, but well, exactly. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't. His personality doesn't come across as a as a. Wife beater, but you made a very solid point there, Natasha. What what does a wife beater look like? What does a man eater look like? What is a the
4: fact is that the court of law has has ruled against him, and we have to respect that. You know, they it was actually a very nasty um, court case with all sorts of photos of bruised eyes, uh, pieces of fingers missing, feces on beds, uh, uh, alleged uh, drunken parties, drunken balls. Um, it it was a mess of a court case. And just the point is, there is no stereotypical. You get men who on the outside look like absolute gentlemen sure. and are so abusive towards their, their wives and their children at home. You get women who abuse their husbands and then you would think a woman does that. The fact is there is no stereotypical anything. And a court of law has now said th- the son was justified in their description because they have found uh, him guilty of of uh, alleged um, spousal abuse. So it is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. If you're if you're guilty, you're guilty. I don't think the court's gonna let that go. Do you think but he's gonna? Just, do, you, just, do you
0: think he's gonna get another role in a movie after this? Maybe straight he to a video. Has he? The third. Uh, the third um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Harry
4: Potter. The new Harry Potter series. No. Well, never mind that the third in the, the new Harry Potter series is being filmed and he's got a leading role, he plays Grindelwald so uh, Natasha, J.K. Rowling has been very
0: supportive of this man Natasha, you watch Harry Potter, right? You've, you've mentioned that to me before. Yeah, I'm
4: a, comp- I'm a complete Potter head.
0: What on earth is it all about?
4: <laughs> you haven't how watched Potter? Have?
0: I've never watched a single Harry Potter, nor have I read the book nor have I listened to the audio book people have asked me, how was my childhood? growing up. watch Star
4: Wars did you watch any
0: of? No, I've know, never watched any I've never watched Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star She's Trek, oh, you know. 007. Uh, most mm-hmm. recently I haven't I've never watched um, oh what's that program called that everyone Yes,
4: you watch Borat. So now that, that that makes sense, Wade. You but but it's satire. Lit- I would rather chew off my my toenails <laughs> than watch Borat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen that man's penis once. I don't need to see it again and again.
0: Sure. But look, the, do, you want, do you do you want me to give my reasons why and they're legitimate reasons by the way, they're not made up reasons that I've that, that I'm given just because I don't want to watch it. I'm I'll, I'll quite happy to give you my reasons. My reasons are because if I watch something, which is why I'm a very big fan of of documentaries, I need something that is relatable, something that's happened. Harry Potter has never happened, so I can't relate to that. Nor has Lord of the Rings ever happened, so I can't relate to that. They say Star Wars fantasy, is very... Wade. Well, that's the thing. Maybe I'm not a very creative person then. And if that's the case, I, then... I am,
4: I'm starting to, to see this. I mean, the reason why I love science fiction and fantasy is because it's escapism from real life. You know, real life is scary enough. We were just saying that it's it's been a week of terror attacks. So we have political shambles all over the world. Sitting back and immersing yourself in a book or a movie for two hours that is so completely and far removed from all logic is relaxing. I, uh, I can't imagine going through life not having read Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter for that matter.
2: I'm very happy that Disney has now launched the second season of The Mandalorian. The Kiss me through the week. See, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda.
0: See, this is the thing. I, I, have, and again, this, this is the same as, as religion. You can watch whatever you want to watch. You can believe in whatever you want to believe in regards to religion. But if I'm not interested in it, don't spew it on to me. And this is ha- this is, ha- this is, this has happened in the past to me on both, with religion and stuff like this. So just can, can. this
4: is why you're not getting a girlfriend. It's because you don't <laughs> watch Star Wars or Harry Potter. Or if Harry you fake Harry that shit.
0: Out <laughs> you see, that's the thing, Thomas. I'm not a good faker. I cannot fake an orgasm. I cannot say, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, oh, uh, this is so good. I cannot. I'm not good at faking, which is why I most of my listeners when I was on radio would tell you that. I always sounded serious when I was on the radio. I can't be this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's now five past seven, Friday afternoon. Woohoo. That was pretty good. That was terrible. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that typical. Can
2: I, can I advise you on, on what movies you need to go watch? Okay. Just, just I'll, okay. three movies. Okay. You can tell me what you think about them. We can start a movie review, Wade's movie review.
0: That will be actually very good. So, well done.
2: Um, I'm going to start with something that I think is going to grab you because it's it's based in fact.
0: Oh, I thought actually something was going to grab me, but okay.
2: Mm, no. Um, <laughs> the first movie I want you to watch is called Vukabor. I'll send you the link. The second one is Bang Bang Club.
0: Are these uh, all pornos you're giving me, by the way?
2: Yeah, they're all pornos. The, what else do you think I'm going to give you? And the third one, I think we'll go with Harrison's Flowers. Should be a good one for you. These are all very, very... Uh,
0: Erotic porn videos.
2: Uh, it's, like, it's like the most sensual thing you're going to see all year. No, okay. they, they're movies based around uh, documentaries and, and war and... Uh, Harrison's
0: Flowers. Such,
2: such things. We'll start you off there and we'll slowly ease you. By the the end of this year, I'm going to get you to watch a Disney animation.
0: It's got a a Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist. Hmm. It's
2: not a bad
0: one. I mean, if it's got a Pulitzer, then definitely. Who are the cast? Let me see. Maybe I know these people. You might. Which one are you talking about now? I I doubt it because that, that, that James Bond guy died and I had no clue who he was. I thought he was some politician. Yeah, I thought he was some politician. Um,
4: Wait, are you sure you're only 29? Are you sure you're not 65?
0: Sometimes I feel it's inside.
2: How many people do you have locked up in your basement right now?
0: Um, Jesus, this guy looks like a like a creep. I know one at the moment.
2: Karen, Karen is putting thing, making things a bit slow.
0: Jesus, this guy looks like a creep. He's a, he's one of the cast members of this... Uh, of this movie, uh, *Harrison's Flowers*, uh, Ellis Cortez. Jesus, this guy looks like that, uh, like that '70s porn star creep rapist. He's got that. He's got that look. Ellis Cortez. Okay, cool. Uh, shall I shall watch these movies and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, give my opinion on them. Uh, just very quickly, I see um, Prince Ar- Prince Andrew's back in the back in the news. He said he's very delighted that uh, the police aren't following him anymore. So he's going to harass some more little children. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. However, it's going to work out. We don't know, but hopefully, when we wake up, it'll be some uh, some good news, some much needed good news. Uh, The latest I'm seeing now is uh, election polls are predicting a landslide win for Joe Biden. But don't get your hopes up too much. We all know what happened uh, four years ago. All right, everybody. Have a good evening. And uh, we'll chat tomorrow. Thomas' new show is starting tomorrow. He's going to be excited about that. He's like a kid on uh, Christmas Eve. He Can't wait. And I think it's going to be good. You guys are going to learn a lot about... uh, About Nikon and Pixels and all of that. I'm even going to learn about Pixels. I'm looking forward to that. We will chat tomorrow. Hopefully, America hasn't torn itself apart when we wake up.